Unheard of. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode, another week of Unheard Of. You know who it is. You know who we are. You know what we do. I'm Arthur. I, uh, I almost said I'm Jared as well. I'm I'm two people today. Two people this week. You get Arthur and Jared in one person. No, um, I'm Arthur, and I got my, my co-host uh, with me, Jared, here. And we have some uh, other guests as well this week. It's going to be a, a special week for you guys. Uh, how is your week going this week, Jared? Oh, man, it's going pretty good, and, you know, I can't complain. Everybody's just been busy. We're getting ready to come down to old GA next weekend, uh, <clears throat> see old Colt before he heads out. Uh, you know what it is. It's been a busy week at work, but, hey, it's just about every week now. I feel you. I feel you, man. My week is going pretty good, you know, seeing us today, uh, Sunday, August 29th. The fabled Kanye West Donna album has finally dropped. Finally came out. Nice. Have you listened to it already? Yes, I have. It is 26 tracks long. And it is, well, I mean, 26 tracks. And it's an hour and 48 minutes long. I think, hour 44 or something like that. It's, it's real long. It's real long. He's got some. The last song is like 11 so minutes long. Yeah, it's insane. Um, and then he was talking about on Instagram that his label just dropped the album without his approval. So I don't, I don't know if they're going to take it back down or not. It's, it's a whole thing. Dealing with Kanye West, it's, it's a whole uh, thing. But well, um, I made sure I listened to it a couple. Yay! Now, yeah. Well, is it official? <laughs> it's official. Nah, he filed that name change to just no Kanye, no West, just Yay. Yeah, man. I mean, hey, more power to him. Oh, well, Yay! Excuse me. Yay for the uh, album Dil, coming out. Dylan, yeah, it's uh, it, it, you never know what you're gonna get, and uh, I mean, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm pretty happy with the album. It, it sounds good. There's some great songs on there. Um, yeah, I mean, he's still doing doing his whole like Christian type type of type of stuff. Like, I mean, even though he has a lot of just like rappers on there, uh, but he just like censored out all the all their cuss words and stuff like that so like it's just a whole yeah. bunch of a whole bunch of like blank spaces and cuss words and stuff but other than that i mean yeah it's a, it's a it's a it's a good album man i think he has like 33 guests on this album it's it's a lot it's a lot it's a it's a big old it's a big old thing you know but now that we got that out of the way uh we got a we got a good show lined up for you guys this week we got we got our guests on uh first guest we got Colton Evans. How you doing, man? You know, I'm doing good, man. You know how it is. Three-day weekend. I got you. I got you. And we also have uh, probably Unheard of's biggest fan, uh, good friend of the show. He's probably, I don't know how many episodes he's been on, but he's probably been on the most. Uh, we got that boy, Drew Nasty. The creator doing, of the Unheard of fan page, too. You always seem to leave that title out. Is that <laughs> is that is that page still going strong? Y'all still talking about us in there? We about nine. We about nine members going. I think the last six or seven posts on that Facebook page has been by me. And no, there's no comments, no likes. So I'm trying. I'm trying to keep the forward momentum going, but it's a little difficult. Yeah, man. We gotta, 
you gotta build that community. Yeah, man. You need a you need a market manager. Hunter Hunter yeah. could do that for me. Hunter could do yeah, that for yeah. me. Yeah. Well, um, I know I know you guys for the for the past couple of weeks it's just been me and Jared on the on the show, but uh, we just decided to spice it up this week. Put uh put two more people in here. We're gonna have some fun this week. So That's true. Uh, I guess we uh, without further ado, forward. We can jump right into the news. We got big news out of out of Marvel Disney. We got a new Spider-Man trailer. I don't know if you guys can tell from from Colton's background. I mean, he's, it looks like he's pretty excited about about this. And Jay Ray's shirt. Yeah, true. Um, new Spider-Man trailer. Well, actually, first Spider-Man trailer. This is the first bit of uh, footage we're seeing from the movie that's coming out in what? Well, it's almost September. In three months. Yeah, and fun fact for the fans, um, this is actually going to be a two-parter episode. We're going to break this up for you, and uh, it's going to break the span of two weeks, so these boys aren't just going to be on this week's episode. They're also going to be on next week's episode. So Whoa. there you go. Now back to no Spider-Man news, talking it's with just the, like the joke from the first episode, except it's the other way around. I get to be in more <laughs> of the episode. Yeah. And um, so oh, this ain't it. <laughs> so uh, talking with these boys, how'd y'all feel about the uh, Spider-Man trailer? I loved it, absolutely. Yeah, I, I definitely thought it was there. They're teasing something big. I mean, I feel like the stuff they're showing us with uh, Doctor Strange and everything, like. That's not gonna be the half of it, you know. I, I have, I mean, maybe it's just me being hopeful, but I feel like they have big, big plans for this movie, you know. Like, um, yeah, I feel like they're gonna do something monumental. I mean, I know everybody, we all, have, we've all, have, have have had this, uh, you know, notion that the previous two uh, people who played Spider-Man are gonna also be in the movie, which they probably will. That might be the the big thing, maybe that I'm hoping for that we already know about but i don't know i i feel like i feel like they're 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 going to be pushing the the boundaries with this one dude i don't think there's any way we get that cut at the end of the trailer with uh, alfred molina's doc ock saying hello peter and it's him talking to tom holland's peter parker yeah that was yeah there's yeah that's yeah. he's talking to toby mcguire man a lot of people are saying when um He's wearing that suit that literally is the same exact suit that Toby wore in Spider-Man 3. Yeah. That, that's just Tom Holland's face deep faked on Toby Maguire. Well, it's definitely Tom Holland's body because Toby Maguire know. isn't that like slim or skin, like, well, Mar- that small. I, Marvel likes to edit their trailers. So, yeah. I, I think mean, who knows that, that they could have, they could have just done another shot with Tom, Tom Holland and just, yeah. uh, you know, put that in the, uh, in the trailer. Well, Marvel has a history of tricking us with trailers. Um, they they do it all the time. There's shots that are in the trailer that are totally different in the movies. Um, but I mean, hey, to me, I think we got a Sinister Six movie on our hands, man. Bringing back uh, villains from these other films, and uh, I think Tom Holland Spider Man is still going to be the main one. We're probably going to get like a minute cameo of the other two guys if we get that. Yeah, but, they'll probably uh, show up for about 15, 20 minutes near the end of the film is what I'm expecting. Yeah, maybe. Um, you know, one thing that I didn't really think about uh, in, in uh, the uh, uh, Disney, Marvel, Spider-Man uh, franchise is 
I mean, Vulture literally knew who Spider-Man was before everybody else knew who Spider-Man uh, yeah. is. It, are we are we gonna see Vulture again in this in this movie? Awesome. Maybe. I, I mean, if so. we're doing if they're doing if they're gonna go the pull out a bunch of a bunch of uh, you know villains, I mean, why not why not keep with um, this Spider-Man's like OG villain with uh, with Vulture, you know? I think they are. Everybody keeps teasing that William Defoe's Green Goblin is going to be the main villain of the film. And uh, I think we're just going to get a glimpse of all these other villains on the side. Like, because even Jamie Foxx's Electro is going to look different than what he was in the, in the Andrew Garfield fi- films. He's all, he's obviously not the blue guy anymore. He's going to be the green and gold, like a kind of like the comics a little bit. They're more classic. Hmm. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know they were going to change how he looked. Um, yeah, how he looks well. There's yellow but, lightning in the trailer, and then that's those supposed to be images, Sandman in the trailer too. Yeah, yeah and the leaked images of Jamie Fox show him in like a green jacket with gold lining, which is similar to like his comic outfit, and he's not all blue in that picture. So I assume that uh, we're gonna get a more accurate version of Electro. Okay, okay, but um, I mean, I just hope they don't go. I mean, and I and I don't think they will because, uh, I mean, uh, Disney Marvel has had, I, and I keep calling them Disney Marvel. I think I'm gonna call them Disney Marvel from now on, like because I mean, Sony still does their Marvel stuff too and stuff like that. So, you know, I'm just gonna call them Disney Marvel, dude. Anyways, I think Disney uh, Marvel is good. Oh, go ahead. They have a good track record with these Spider-Man movies, so I, I, I don't know. Even with all these villains. I don't think they'll mess it up, but they still possibly could. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they will, and here's why. It'd be something if, if, if it was Sony trying to build a Sinister Sticks like they were before. Basically yeah. how The Amazing Spider-Man 2 was an epic fail because of them trying to do too much in one movie. I think um, now we've got a Sinister Six film where because of them pulling the uh, villains from different uh, universes we already know all these characters so all the villains they're pulling in are already established people in our minds especially if you're a spider-man fan and watched all the old films so uh to me i don't think they're gonna mess it up uh we're probably not gonna see as many not gonna be as much screen time as people would probably like of the old villains but uh yeah that's just because that's the way it should be you know you got to make room for one main villain yeah, I, I yeah, I feel like um, I mean, of course, I don't know the 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 uh, specifics of what's going to happen in this movie, but I would I would I would want uh, Tom Holland's Vulture to kind of orchestrate all these multi- multiversal uh, villains to uh, come after him. You know what I'm saying? And you know him him just kind of taking them on one by one. And then, like maybe at the end, him him fighting maybe like three of them, maybe two of them, and yeah. then the other the other two guys, the other two uh, Spider Men helping them out. I think it's gonna be a lot like the um, like the Spider Man game, where that Spider Man was getting beat up by all the Sinister Six, yeah. like at the very um, beginning, and then all his ass. And then all you're going to hear is Toby's music mixed with Andrew Garfield's music. And they're just going to swing in. And it's going to be amazing. Dude, 
overall, people are talking about, oh, well, that Doctor Strange seems different. Like, why would he do that spell after he's been so calculated in his movie and the Avengers films? I'm like, I'm like, are y'all talking about the same Doctor Strange? Because he's pretty cocky in the MCU. Like, yeah, he, um, that's like right, right with his wheelhouse. That's how he acts. Like, yeah, like I feel like if he time. thinks he could do that spell, he's gonna do it. I mean, he's just he more literally sure was. Now, he was literally he, texting and driving uh, in his in in Doctor Strange and got yeah. into an accident and like nearly killed himself. And I mean, what he stole he stole that book from the library in the in the movie. He uh, used the Tom the the Tom Stone like that man is reckless. Yeah, that man is reckless. The, the fact Strange. that he basically had the sole hand and telling Tony Stark that he had to kill himself in order to save everybody makes <laughs> probably boost his ego a little bit, thinking that he uh, helped the one in, like, 14 million timelines. Yeah. Um, yeah, actually, Drew, what do you what do you think about all this? I mean, you haven't said much yet. I'm just trying to take it all in. Um, That's what she said. Toby, to, <laughs> Toby McGuire is my favorite Spider-Man. Um, so oh, even if – even if he's only a 5, 10, 15-minute cameo, just visually seeing him Dude. play any role in this movie is enough for me. I'm I, hope he makes, I hope he makes a sacrifice. Like If, if we're just watching like a bridge fight and Doc Ock comes through and then all of a sudden Doctor Strange's portal, you know, you see that portal and then Tobey Maguire like walks through like a – a bearded Spider-Man who's been through it over the past 20 years. No, nah, bump that, dude. If you don't walk through with that black suit dancing, dude, then, I, then I'm going to walk out of the theater, dude. Dude, if he, if he just walks through and he, like, takes one look at the screen, I'm probably going to start crying. He walks in, he looks at the screen and goes, it's pizza time. Yeah. <laughs> pizza time. Um, yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm really excited. I'm, I'm very glad they finally showed us the uh, – the trailer and also Dude. did you guys see that uh did y'all see that video of uh this kind of related but still related because of the cast did y'all see that video of uh them on some late night talk show uh and tom holland is telling these stories and uh zendaya sitting right beside him and like he's not even really being that funny but like she is like absolutely laughing her ass off like at all his jokes, and everybody's like, "Oh, Zendaya got it bad for Tom Holland." I mean, because I mean, obviously, I I, I guess they're still dating, or uh, I guess. Hey. Well, I don't know. I I don't know if that's a if that's an old clip as well or not. But um, yeah, it went it went viral, and it's, like it's just like it, it's just funny. <laughs> definitely an old clip. None of them are like promoing together right now because of COVID. Um, oh, okay. But man, y'all remember um. If you're Toby fans, y'all remember that scene in Spider-Man 2 where he's basically thinking about why he has to become Spider-Man again because the city is just in turmoil and he's like, am I not supposed to have what I want, what I need? <laughs> like when, if he if he doesn't start saying something like that in this movie, <laughs> it ain't going to be worth it. Am I going to have to do this again? Is this what I want? This His is last words will be... With great power, dude. What if, what if Sony just pulled like a killer move and just killed them both off right then and there, like in the movie <laughs> Andrew Garfield, yeah. Spidey, and Tobey Maguire's? That Andrew Garfield, not, Spidey man. walks through and immediately gets killed, like immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I mean, hey, he was yeah, so Andrew reckless Garfield with Gwen like, Stacy. Oh, man, I, I got y'all I'm here to help. And then, like, he literally Boom. gets electrocuted to death by Electro. Man. Uh, but, yeah, I think for people saying that, you know, you, you saw all these memes like, oh, you know, Spider-Man isn't going to live up to his expectations. And then the expectations is, like, everything from the multiverse. And then you see that trailer, you're like, hey, it might live up to expectations. Yo, they literally like yeah. revealed like so much during that trailer. I figured they wouldn't reveal like nothing, nothing. It'd like be the most shallow scenes in a trailer ever. But they literally revealed everything. Well, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I did catch a glimpse of that leak before the actual thing premiered, and I was yeah, like, "There's I, no I way it, this." But I didn't watch it. Well, I was like, "There's no way this footage is fake." I mean, you, obviously it was like blurry and everything. You couldn't see much at all, but. I'm like, there's no way these voices and everything are fake. So I was looking forward to the real thing being released as soon as that leak popped up, finally. I mean, didn't it come out the day after it leaked? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they were preparing to release that trailer at CinemaCon in some other country. Yeah, they weren't going to release it to the public, though. So thank God for the internet leaking it out. Um, Look, in the the trailer, there's a couple of clips shown of what seems to be Spider-Man on a subway car um do you think that in the movie they're going to relive like the iconic scene with doc Ogg and toby mcguire spider-man where he slows it down i don't know because they showed that subway train I about two or three times so. in the trailer that that scene I in the trailer though looks so strong weird easter egg though i think it just might yeah. be a strong easter egg I just know that scene in the trailer looks so weird because the backdrop of the subway almost looks like the western desert yeah. which yeah. is really strange yeah. Uh, so, I mean, of course, that's what the movie kind of leads into with all this multiverse stuff. But also, with that I mean, scene... Doctor Strange is literally in it, Jared, so... With, yeah. with that scene, though, Doctor Strange is literally like... I don't know if y'all have seen the trailers for the What If TV show, but there's literally a, a Doctor Strange that's supposed to be a variant in the What If TV show where he's, like, wearing dark clothes. Yeah. And that's how Doctor Strange looks in that scene in particular. So I noticed in that scene he didn't have his cape. Could, it could be a variant Doctor Strange because of the whole multiverse breaking. But I don't know if that would be going too far for the Spider-Man movie. If that was the, the Doctor Strange sequel, I could be like, okay, but for this movie in particular, I'm not sure. But he is wearing all black clothing, though. I think we'll get the same version of Doctor Strange throughout the entire film just because the film has to focus on Spider-Man and yeah, to change yeah. up Doctor Strange. Like, if anything, it would be like a post-reveal like they did with the Nick Fury bullcrap at the end of uh, Far From Home. Because um, I think we're going to get the same version of Doctor Strange throughout the entire film. Um, yeah, and you guys, you guys want to know what I thought about? Um, Colin, you, you, you're looking confused. You, you don't remember what I'm talking about with Far From Home? No, I wasn't, I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about I heard the baby. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. He's up there screaming. Um. What I thought of, what I just thought about, and I mean, I, I hopefully th- this doesn't happen, but knowing Marvel, they would do this. Um, instead of, you know, actually having Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield back to play their respective Spider-Man character, what if they're, what if, what if uh, they're both like leaders of a Spider-Man fan club? <laughs> oh, that'd be a slap and, in uh, the face. And uh, like, you know, the, how everybody knows that that uh that he that uh tom holland that peter parker is spider-man 
they're like, no, we're all Spider-Man. And then like they, they put on costumes oh. and they look like they're, they're their own costumes and everything, but they're not actually, Dude. Uh, they don't have, actually have any powers that, I mean, I thought like that would be pretty funny. If they're all in the movie, if Andrew Garfield and Toby are both in the movie and we don't get a scene of them all pointing at each other in the Spider-Man costumes, okay, just like the meme and how they did it in the uh, Spider-Verse film for the uh, animation, yeah. man, that would be a total letdown. There's there's more evidence that they're in the movie because yeah. recently, like the other day, like there was supposedly like leaks set photos of Andrew Garfield on set of Spider-Man No Way Home and Sony copyrighted it. Wow. They don't copyright stuff that ain't real most of the time. So Yeah, Sony's pretty coy with Spider-Man too. Um so I mean hey, we'll see what happens. All I gotta say is uh I'm pretty excited. I think it is going to be – that's a film that since it broke the in-game record for trailer views, you you might as well think, okay, hey, maybe we got a film that everybody's finally going to come back to the theaters for. Hey, I was just about yeah. to ask, do you think that yeah. this is going to break the seal for people going to movies and not watching it at home and things like that? If, if there ever was a movie to well, get people this... back in the movie theater, it's got to be this movie, right? Yeah, this one's obviously not going to leak online because it's not going to be streaming anywhere. So there's not going to be a digital yeah. copy. Like, if you want to see this one, you're going to have to go yeah. to the theater. Mm-hmm. Okay, but does it do over a B, uh, like like uh, uh, like the last one did? Uh, Probably not, because it coat a billion. Over a B, a billion. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I would say no, because of COVID. Yeah. Pre-COVID, without COVID, it, it definitely without would. COVID, it, it'll probably go. It probably go two billion, honestly, without COVID. Oh yeah, probably yeah. Especially especially so once word got out that uh, that um, you know the other the other guys are in it. Like you know if they if they're back in it to like you know regular capacity, like Spider Man capacity is three. You know the past two Spider Man and the Spider Man or the movie. Yeah, that would definitely generate some buzz and get and get uh, that to sell higher. But who knows? I mean, it might it might do it might do a billion again. If they can get more of a hold on the Delta variant, people get more secure going to the theaters by then, which is a which is a couple months away. So it's possible. Well, around that time is when people should be getting their booster shots and things like that. So yeah, it's possible. But look, look, I was gonna say in the trailer, you see like Otto Octavius, like he's right there. You see him. The only kind of glimpse you get of the Green Goblin is him laughing and throwing a grenade, but you don't actually see William Dafoe. What if they throw you a little curveball and it's James Franco's as Green Goblin? No. I mean, I don't they're think not. they do that. Isn't, isn't James Franco like a, yeah, that's what I was like a huge uh, POS? So he's like not – like people don't even do movies with him anymore? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's dealing with a lot of stuff off screen right now, like okay. sexual allegations um, and stuff oh, like well. that. So oh, well. They're not going yeah. to put him in it. I mean, even True. Seth Rogen says he doesn't work with James Franco anymore. So, oh, which wow. is like his best friend. And they're, and they're also oh. and they're boys. So, and uh, Colton, the image you're referring to is um, actually got both Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield in their Spider-Man costumes on set. Where at? Yeah. Like together. I'll tell y'all what. What? What? what, what it was, was copyrighted. I've never seen that. Well, yeah. Apparently, it's just a leaked image. I'll tell you what, I'll send I'll send one to all you boys. And my, if you're if you're sending me the one I'm thinking, some people said that one was Photoshop. It might be. 
But the one I'm talking about said it was just Andrew Garfield, and Sony, Sony got it off the internet. Shoot, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That 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 picture's a little. Uh, it's, yeah, a little it's, too, it's a little too blurry for me. I say yeah. this one. This is the one that people said it was Photoshop, but I mean, I'm, I don't know. I'm gonna take I mean, that one with a grain of salt. Yeah. Uh, just take it with a grain of salt, but I mean, it's it's almost confirmed that they're in it. I mean, I'm expecting them to show up. Also, why why wouldn't they tell us that they're in the movie or not? Like, why does it have to be that big of a surprise? I think I think they just want it to be like I think they just want it to just be a simple surprise, like for the fans when they get in the theater. Yeah. Like, well, you know how basically. But, I mean, it's so hard to hide such a big secret like that. Like, it's so Especially hard. Especially when it's a huge film. You bring all these stars together. Like, uh, I mean, dang. How how many theories were we getting of Endgame, you know? Uh, I'm not sure if any of them actually spoiled Iron Man dying the way he did. But that's that's a reason why you want to keep stuff under wraps and not spoil secrets so, like, you can actually enjoy the film when you go see it. But, though... It would be really smart with this COVID world and how the theaters are doing right now for like the final trailer before the movie releases is to have Andrew and Toby show up at the end of the trailer. Because in the COVID world, you need every bit of money you can get going to the theaters. I don't think they got anything to worry about about making money with this film. This film is going to make money. Yeah, I I mean, even if they keep it it in theaters longer just to make money, it's going to make money. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's going to make money. Next question. Um, is this going to be the greatest MCU movie of all time? I don't know, man. It has potential to be. Trying to, trying to call it early. Trying to call it early. Hey, man. Winter Soldier is very hard to beat, man. That was such a good film, top to bottom. Yeah. I mean, Winter Soldier is really good. You're not a fan of Iron Man 2? I, prefer, I like that movie a lot. I know you're kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Iron Man know. Iron Man 3 is pretty good too A lot of people give it flack, but I like that film A lot of people give it flack Because Robert Downey Jr. is like Hardly in the suit, like at all During the film That's kind of the point, you, man Like, so basically, no, I like it, I'm just saying that's why a lot of people give it flack Like basically, you, you know how in Thor, in Thor Ragnarok How he basically loses his hammer I like the movies where they lose their main abilities and have to actually think for themselves and do other things. Yeah, but he, I mean, he loses his hammer, but what does his dad say? He's not the god of hammers, dog. Like, You're not the god of hammers. Yeah. Yeah, but He's for the other two movies and hammers. two Avengers films, we thought he was just the god of hammers because that's all we saw mostly. I mean, he literally fights uh, um, Hulk using his, his powers. Jesus doesn't have a hammer. Yeah, I'm I'm agreeing with you. I said that's why I like the movie because it did something movie. different. By basically, yes. you took away what we know him for, which is wielding that hammer around all the time, and then you do something totally different with him. I, I feel like the most different part was his haircut, bro. <laughs> hey. Do you guys um, think with them using the uh, multiverse a lot in this movie and the relationship that Peter had? Um, or that uh, Spider-Man had with Iron Man, is there a chance that the old Robert Downey Jr. might don the suit one more time for this movie? No. It's too early. He'll do it again eventually. 
There's as like a different one. version of Iron Man from another universe, but it's too early. He'll probably do it in about five to Dude. eight years. Well, there's no it's way he doesn't this hurt by then, man. He doesn't. They don't have the money to get him for this film. As many of the old actors as they're bringing in, Robert Downey Jr. brings a price tag of like thirty million alone for the film's budget. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. This might seem like a hot, a hot take. I'll probably be fine if I never see Robert Downey Jr. play Iron Man again. No, I'm good too. I think the way they end the story I'm is perfect. perfectly fine with that. Because uh, I'm not gonna lie to you, I've only seen about half of Iron Man two, and I haven't seen any of Iron Man three. So. Iron Man's not my favorite. Iron Man 3 is not my favorite MCU character, man. I've seen nearly every other I've seen every other Marvel movie except for those two Iron Man movies. So, as far as films go, uh, what would you guys say is your favorite MCU film so far? Colton's is obviously Winter Soldier. He's basically just said it. I said it's oh, the yeah. best one. I didn't say it's my favorite. Well, best. Yeah. So, so what's your favorite then? Because you said it was the best one. Best doesn't always equal favorite. It's like That's by true. far the best film. Then the what MCU. is your favorite one? It could be Shang Chi. I don't know. I, don't, I haven't seen it. Oh yet. my god! He said so far. Movies he you've is. seen. <laughs> All right, come back to me. Oh okay, well, I'll, I'll start. I'll start. Okay, I agree with Colton saying that uh, Winter Soldier was was the best. I feel like it was it. Um, I don't know. It it, it told a, a good story, and were highly invested in seeing uh, you know Captain America be reunited with his friend again. But um, my favorite one. I feel like I've talked about this uh, on the show. My favorite one is Black Panther. Yeah. My favorite one. It's a good movie. Solid. What about you, Drew? Um, mine's a toss-up um, between Civil War um, and Infinity War. Dude. I, I think... Infinity War I, I has the best action in any MCU film. But far. if you held a... If, you, if, if, if I was on my deathbed and I had a deathbed confession, I would probably say Civil War. But this, that's your deathbed confession. This is gonna be crazy. Yeah, that, that's a deathbed confession. Because those are um, probably my two not to be at your favorites. Deathbed. Those are probably the exact same two favorites I have because you can watch those movies at any time and just enjoy the mm-hmm. heck out of them. Like mm-hmm. I really like Infinity War. Mm-hmm. I just I really like I Infinity think, War, but I probably like Civil War a little better too. I just don't think their big ensemble movies are you know, better than just like the single uh, superhero film. You know. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I, oh, well, that's why. It. That's why I say Civil War too, because it's mostly still focused on Captain America. It just kind of brings those other characters in on the side. Um, yeah, but it's still. I mean, it's still an ensemble movie. Like, yeah. What about um, you, Colt? You got you got the last opinion on this one here. Hi, man. Mine would have to be. A really hard toss-up between Captain America, the Winter Soldier, and Thor Ragnarok. That's also an excellent movie that you can just go back and rewatch anytime. Thor Ragnarok is hilarious, man. Yeah, and I feel like third, if, I, if I could have a little third spot, 
it would be um, Doctor Strange. Yeah. Dude. I that, love that movie instantly as soon as I saw it. The final battle in Doctor Strange is just so hilarious because he's basically just annoying Dormammu to death. Yes. Like, hey, how many I've times can you kill him? <laughs> Dormammu, I've yes. come to bargain. So it's a good one. I feel like my um, future favorite will either be Spider-Man No Way Home or Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah, Thor Love and Thunder is probably going to be wild. They say Taika Waititi got like full control on that movie. So is she, um, was Gore the God Butcher? Yeah. Have they already um, Have they already finished uh, filming that one? Yeah. Yeah. It's done. When's it When's it coming out? I think next year. Huh. Um, it finished over the summer. When's the next Ant Man movie coming out? Next I year, twenty twenty three. I think they just hmm. started filming, or like they're about to start filming. Yeah. Um, well, they're pretty close. So yeah, boys, I gotta tell you, I'm glad we talked about Spider Man. We all been waiting for this trailer for a long time, and um, for our next topic, we're gonna get into a little bit of modern day stuff and we're going to bring up what drew has right behind his self on his background the return of a fellow very special fellow named cm punk and yeah we're going to talk about some wrestling so okay all right so as we mentioned we're going to discuss recording however fading over the main did i say recording i meant to say you wrestling. did say recording <laughs> Uh, we're going to discuss wrestling. And as we've uh, faded into this transition, oh. <laughs> the main bed, oh, here he comes. Look at your screen, folks. <laughs> Coming from left center stage, Drew Nasty. Coming from CM Punk's groin. Hey, this man um, was literally birthed from CM Punch's crotch, dude. It's true. And we got you on the recording, Drew. We announced you as if you were coming in to the stage, coming from the stage left. Hey, man. So, you're probably the biggest wrestling fan on here nowadays. Uh, so, what do, you, what do you got to think about CM Punk finally returning? 2,766 days since Punk abruptly walked out on Monday Night Raw, got into a physical altercation with Vince McMahon, Told Triple H to go F yourself. This is a PG show. This he one? left. The, yeah, this show right here. Well, PG-13. Uh, I mean, I feel you like, can say, I feel like you can say, a, you can say bitch and shit. You can say like bitch and shit and all that stuff. But we're going to leave the MF and then the GD and then all these things. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. He leaves professional wrestling over creative differences because at the time, The Rock was wanting to wrestle – and for three straight years, him and John Cena main evented WrestleMania. Well, it might have been two years. Two or three. Punk at the time <clears throat> sold the most merchandise. His T-shirts, um, collective cups, things like that. His face. He was the number one seller. He was the best wrestler as far as working in the ring, on the microphone. And he never got the main event of WrestleMania. And uh, finally... In his words, he was concussed. He had staph infection. And the, doctors, and the doctors for WWE dismissed it 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go on. Why, why was why was staph infection just like the the most nastiest thing you ever heard? Because I've had it twice. Oh, dang! I'm so sorry, guys. We really Ew. couldn't listen to that. So we couldn't listen to that, and uh, we had to. We had to mute him there because we don't want to hear about that staff infection crap. It's oh okay, Drew. My now God. Now you so, can continue. So he leaves WWE and he goes and has a, we'll just say, a very uneventful UFC career. I think he went and he had three UFC matches. And I think he went 0 and 3. He got his ass kicked in every one of them. Um, and I think it was around 2019, Fox bought Friday Night SmackDown, or they had a TV deal with WWE. And CM Punk, they had this talk show on there called Backstage Talking Smack. And CM Punk come on there. And everybody was like, oh, my Lord, CM Punk signed with the WWE. And he took the Twitter and was like, pump your brakes, people. I ain't talked to nobody in the WWE. I'm with Fox. I don't have nothing to do with WWE. I can come on the air and talk about what a piece of shit Vince McMahon is. I don't answer to him. I answer to Fox. Well, that show wound up drawing like two or three, 400,000 viewers because it was a 11 o'clock on a Friday night. Nobody's watching wrestling stuff at 11 o'clock on a Friday. So there's a wrestling company by the name of All Elite Wrestling. Um, he signed there a month or so ago. They were trying to find the right place for him to come and to make his debut. Just so happened that their Monday Night Raw, their version of that is called Wednesday Night Dynamite. Um and it took place in CM Punk's hometown of Chicago at the United Center. He made his debut. They announced beforehand that he had signed with them. They had teased that he was going to be there, but let's be honest. They had they had ice cream they sold, yeah, he, or they gave yeah. to everybody. It was mm -hmm. CM Punk ice cream when they were walking Punk through. Ice cream. Yeah. So if you haven't watched it on YouTube, even if you're not a wrestling fan, the crowd reaction – when his because his entrance has been cult of personality by living color, that's what he's walked up to since like 2012. Well, WWE didn't own the rights to that music, so he was still able to use it in a different promotion. When that hit and that Chicago crowd knew that it was him, it kicked the show off. The place went bananas, and there he is right there. True, I actually right watched there. that video. The crowd is uh, yeah, I did too. It's pretty good. It's yeah, even if you're not you a racist, you can see one fan in particular crying his eyes, falling his eyes out. Actually, um, my in laws have moved, moved in with me and Brooke. They Brandon and Haley and their little girl have lived with us for about three weeks. So that night, I was watching TV, and when his music hit, I knew what was happening, but I was jumping. You can picture a 300 pound healthy man with a goatee jumping up and down in front of the TV like he was 10 or 11 years old again. It was, uh, a tearjerker. Um, and he's actually so having a match next Saturday at their first pay-per-view called All Out. He's having a match next Saturday. It's first okay, I, I, wrestling match in 13 or 7 years. Well, you just answered one of my questions I was, I was going to ask you. I was going to ask if he has even uh, uh, wrestled yet. Uh, I mean, I've seen, other than that, I've seen clips of him like talking on the mic and everything, but I haven't seen yeah. anything well, of him back in action yet. It's actually funny because WWE doesn't like to see they doesn't they don't call their product pro wrestling. 
even they call themselves sports entertainment, even though wrestling is in world wrestling entertainment. Vince McMahon has actually banned the commentators and wrestlers from using from calling themselves pro wrestlers. So CM Punk kind of took a little dig at them when he come back to all elite. He said that in August of 2005, he was at a promotion called Ring of Honor and left there to go to WWE. And he said, in August of 2005, I left pro wrestling. In August of 2021, I'm back. So he threw Is a little... 2005, a little, bro? Yes, that's because the, that's, that's the reference to WWE calling themselves sports entertainment. Because yeah, they he, don't like to call it wrestling. They call it sports entertainment, yeah. 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 Um, and then my, my second question is, true. um do the so AEW they have they have two shows on TV now? Yeah, they just debuted a show. I think I might have said CM Punk came on Dynamite, but he didn't. He come on it was it Rampage? Or, he come on Rampage. I, I beg your pardon. Rampage, yeah. For, uh, Dynamite is a two-hour wrestling show on Wednesday. That's when they do their storylines. That's when the wrestlers get to go on camera, do promos, things like that. It's a two-hour show. It's just like Raw or SmackDown. The Friday night show that they have is literally from 10 to 11, and it's more of an old-school style of wrestling. It's only an hour. They don't really do a lot of promos. It's just straight wrestling for an hour, it, you know, four or five matches. That was the episode that he come on because it was in Chicago. I said Dynamite, but I meant Rampage. But that's not normally what they do. Normally what they do, like I said, they'll come on. The announcers will welcome the audience or whatever. They'll do two, three, four matches for an hour, and then they turn it off. It just so happened to be that 30 minutes of an hour show was dedicated to him. But it didn't matter. They, he could have went on and for an hour and talked, but yeah. it didn't matter. <clears throat> so um, I got to tell you, as somebody who doesn't really watch wrestling anymore. Same. I think that as soon as WWE made the move to go PG, everything kind of went to crap. Is AEW completely a better product where they could probably take the reins from WWE in the future? Well, WWE is so far and beyond more profitable. It's a billion-dollar company. I mean, All Elite Wrestling, they've been around almost two years. Almost yeah. two years. I don't think there's ever going to be a day where WWE isn't number one as far as money and things like that. Now, the product that they put on camera, in my opinion, all elite wrestling's got them beat already because they've gotten younger talent, but they've also got veteran people around that people can, you know, remember. Oh, I remember watching him growing up. Like things like that, stuff like that. Um, they're they're ran by Turner, yeah, which yeah. is the same company that owned WCW back in the day in the nineties. Turner literally, Ted Turner said, "We will overthrow Vince McMahon in the WWE," and that sparked the Monday Night Wars. But we all know how that turned out. Vince McMahon yeah. bought that company from them. So the thing about it is, is I hate to use Dan Quinn because I really hate Dan Quinn. But iron sharpens iron. Like, WWE is at their best when they have competition. When it's just them, and that's the only thing you have to watch if you're a wrestling fan, you just kind of got to suck it up and say, this sucks, but what else am I going to watch? I mean, WWE is going to benefit good and bad from All Elite, just like All Elite's going to benefit good and bad 
from them. It's going to give them competition. You already see it. I mean, mm-hmm. WWE normally don't do edgy promos. They just tend to stay away since they're a PG show. So they tend to like they'll say bitch every once in a while and the crowd's like, oh my God, she said bitch. Like, but Roman Reigns and John Cena had a very, very edgy promo a couple of weeks ago um, that talked about Roman Reigns. John Cena had was engaged to this wrestler in real life named Nikki Bella and they got split up and all that. And Roman Reigns said uh, missionary wasn't good enough to keep Nikki Bella happy, like, or something like that. Like, he made a reference to John sexually not being able to keep her happy. And then there's a wrestler that Roman Reigns was in a tag team with, but he left to go to All Elite. And there's just one thing in wrestling you don't do. You don't, like, publicly on camera acknowledge the other company, like, by name. And John Cena did that on Friday Night SmackDown a couple of weeks ago. So... Like I said, it's definitely they're gonna push each other. So Yeah, I saw they brought Cena back for like a summer slam angle yeah. with Roman Reigns. And, and my and my thing, my thing about WWE is I hate that. I mean, I, I don't watch it anymore anyway. So I mean I guess I, this isn't a legitimate uh complaint with yeah. from coming from me because I don't like I said, I don't I'm not I'm not a big fan anymore. But um I hate the fact that they bring back these these huge stars. That were huge stars in their day. I mean, they're still going to be huge stars recognized, you know, um, in, in WWE. But like, they only bring them back for a pay per view, and yeah. then more, more, more often than not, those big stars lose their lose the match in the in that uh, in that pay per view just so just just so they can make their appearance, get their money, and then leave again. Well, know? it's also about them trying to help their younger wrestlers and put them over but that's all it is like that's literally is. they bring john cena I back in a couple years so. just so he can keep losing to roman reigns in hopes that roman reigns will become a fan favorite but he never will probably well there's a reason they i mean there's I a reason roman that... reigns was a was a fan favorite he's a fan favorite but i mean they they brought back john cena um because there was rumors circulating that CM Punk around that same time was going to be making his debut. So they brought John Cena back as sort of for people to go, I heard John Cena was going to be on Friday Night Smackdown tonight. Like, I should probably watch that. They've done it literally because that's how big of an impact he has coming back to wrestling, talking about CM Punk. Oh, yeah, I'd rather yeah. watch John Cena than CM Punk come like, back any day. Which I literally – there's two years where the Rock is going to come back, or CM Punk's going to come all back. Talking over each I'm going to watch John Cena come back. <laughs> um, I don't know. I I just feel like CM Punk coming back, uh, and and being in AEW is different than what uh, the WWE tries to do when they bring their stars back. I feel yeah. like CM Punk is going to hopefully be here for the long haul, kind of like uh. Uh, what uh, Christian, right? He's he's in yeah. a- AEW. Yeah, he's and, so and he's like, really young. Mm-hmm. I would say, I mean, he's a big he's a big star. I mean, a lot of people. I mean, that's a that's a buzz name. You know, I, I feel like you know you bring him up a lot of and you, you evoke uh, nostalgia. So I mean, I feel like 
him coming back will be kind of like the same as that, and then like they're gonna be there to stay, you know, instead of like the Rock coming back or um or John Cena coming back or something like that, you know, just like I believe, um, because you know I listen as I'm as big of a fan as y'all are for like Marvel and things like that. Is how big of a fan I am for wrestling. So I listen to like podcasts. We're we're I can I can probably say that me Jared and Arthur are probably still huge fans of wrestling. We just don't watch it anymore. Yeah, well, you we just said you'd rather see John Cena over CM Punk, so that tells me everything I need to know about your opinion of professional wrestling. Oh, yeah, I, I, I stand by it. I like Man. CM Punk, too, but I still well, rather is. watch John Cena because John Cena Listen, was my favorite growing up. So I, think that, I think that CM Punk signed – it's over a course of years, so it's not necessarily – it's not necessarily – it's not years, it's over matches. I think he signed – 13 or 14 matches. I think that's how many he signed to AEW for. Now, how long that'll be? I mean, he could wrestle for 13 straight weeks on Wednesday night, but they're not going to do that. They're not going to give him away for free. Like, you're going to have to pay for it. So, it's probably a three- or four-year deal, whereas somebody like The Rock or John Cena, John Cena literally come back, fought Roman Reigns at SummerSlam, and he's not going to come back until WrestleMania. He's not going to come back until WrestleMania. And – the reason that is is because next year's WrestleMania is at AT&T Stadium. 101,000 tickets they got to sell. There's already been a name confirmed for next year's WrestleMania. Main, they've already got the match set and everything. Roman Reigns against The Rock. The Rock has already signed, inked his deal. He's wrestling Roman yeah. Reigns next and year. He'll literally show up on the screen a mm-hmm. few times yes, at a few man. events. He'll show up to the event on Monday Night Raw before WrestleMania. Yeah. And then he'll be at WrestleMania. And then he'll stay at the WrestleMania sign. He'll point at it. Yeah, he might do two weeks. He might do two weeks of Raw. He'll probably do – he'll probably do – because their WrestleMania season starts mid-January. That's kind of sort of when they start doing storylines for WrestleMania. He'll probably show up on a Raw or, like, the Royal Rumble – and then he'll show up maybe a month or so out. He'll show up on the Raw before and then the WrestleMania. And then, like, that's it. You'll get three appearances sure. out of him. And then he's going to – like, they, they bring back these people just to lose. Like, they're, they're – There's Reigns a reason for that. Again. You have to – there's a reason for that. I mean, Roman Reigns has been champion. There's, he's beaten everybody. There's nobody left for him to beat. So, you put him against The Rock. The whole goal of wrestling is to put the younger talent over. Like, The Rock – What's more realistic? Roman Reigns who wrestles every week, beating somebody that hasn't wrestled in six years, or someone that hasn't wrestled in six years come back and beat the world champion. Wrestling's already fake, but what one's more realistic to have? Exactly. But I'm saying though, they 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 do this to like they I bring am. back these legends just for them to to lose. Like now, Edge is the bring back the that's, legends. That's played to out. Make the it's played out. Look better. You bring yeah, back the bring legends to make the current people look better. The legends have already established well, themselves in history. They'll go yeah. down in history as Hall of Famers already. They don't need to do anything else. So you just bring and them I back to make the other people look good. And, we, and I heard I heard two things, I'm sorry, um, that Fox was extremely mad that the WWE didn't even contact CM Punk about, hey, if you're interested in returning back to wrestling, this is the money we could offer you. Now, they could have offered – I don't know how much AEW assigned him for – but WWE could have quadrupled that amount, but they didn't even try to do it. So WWE's, WWE's version of we're not going to give you CM Punk, 
literally the last minute made a phone call. And literally as the pay-per-view SummerSlam started, Brock Lesnar was landing in Las Vegas, drove to the arena, and Vince said, go, and rushed him to the ring. That literally happened. Literally that happened. I got to tell you all, um, there's a lot of storylines out there, and I feel like we could do a whole show on WWE one day just because there's a lot of drama, especially of how, like, Triple H runs things behind the show now, too. Um, It's a lot better when he runs it. Yeah, and I got to tell you all, We've reached the end of our first parter here. So if you've made it this far, we hope you really enjoyed this conversation between Spider-Man and some modern era wrestling. And I got to tell y'all, happy thoughts is what I'm sending you for the rest of this week. Hope you come back for this second part. And anybody else want to send some thoughts? Um, yeah. Hey. Oh. <laughs> uh, stop watching WWE. There you go. No, there not, you not, go. Not really hey. Um, hey, don't don't be bitter. Be better. That's what I send to everybody out there. There's a lot of bitter all right. people out there. Don't be bitter. All right. I the mean, comeback you know is me. always greater than the setback. Ooh. Right here, I just want to think. Look at them. Look at them. Look at them. All right. All right. You four. Thank everybody devil. for listening. Shut up. <laughs> I just want to thank everybody for listening to the show, listening, watching, whatever you guys, however you guys consume, uh, consume this. Uh, thank you guys. You made it this far. Uh, you guys are awesome. Uh, love you all. And yeah, I mean, are we gonna are we doing like a regular sound off for this week? Yeah, I'll go ahead and I'll tell y'all what it is. Uh, Arthur can give our Twitter handle for the show real quick, and then you guys can catch us next week for the tune-in of us talking about the beginning of football season and fantasy, as well as playing our favorite game, Psych. All right. Um, That's going to be a long episode. Us, you can find us on Twitter, at unheard underscore of pod. It's going to be the same on Instagram. Uh, Facebook, search us up. We're on there, unheard of. You know, I mean, you know what it is. We got we got our regular page. We got the fan page. Shout out to Drew Nasty. You know, uh, talk, talk, talk to Drew on the fan page, y'all. He's alone. He's our biggest it's fan. Awesome. He, wants, he wants to talk to people uh, about, awesome. <laughs> about his, his favorite podcast. Um, um, but, uh, yeah, YouTube, we got links. We are just about everywhere you can consume a podcast, so... Yeah, and, uh, we're here. Yeah, we hope you tune in. I uh, hope you enjoyed the first part of this special event two-parter. Join us again next week. And as always, we love you, we hear you, and we hope you hear us. Hear it unheard of. And as always, I'm Arthur. And I'm Jared. And you just listened to Unheard Of. Yeah.